Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, this is, is Married to Hollywood, Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and in the industry. Hello. Hello. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a very appropriate sound load. Yeah, well, the, How you the doing? election continues. Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess we'll just start with that because that's what's on the front of everyone's yeah. minds. It's, it's, it's not just ah, Hollywood, it's politics, it's, it's your community at home, it's your everything. family, it's everything. It's humanity yeah. on the line. Yeah, well, at least in this country. <sighs> well, and, and America's leadership around the world. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's complicated. It's, I know. It's time. I, I also know. think it's interesting um, on the Hollywood side of things, mm-hmm. how interestingly like different entertainers align themselves politically. Yeah, and, that's always been surprising. And how at certain times, um, people on the right of our country will say, hey, shut up and dribble. Hey, I'm not interested in your opinion. You're a celebrity. You keep your politics to yourself. I want to enjoy your movies, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to election time, endorsements from Ice Cube, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, like those matter. Wait. Oh, yeah. 50 Cent endorsed him? Yeah. How? Hey, look. How? I don't want to boil it. Well, because of the platinum plan, because uh, President Trump's actively trying to court the black vote, which is, yeah. I mean, it's good politics. And if he actually follows through on those promises, that's a good thing. But I don't believe he will. And I think it's very transparent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little, it's more than a little. It's so close. It is beyond unnerving just because... Yeah. You know me, I'm that super optimistic type where it's Mm -hmm. like, no, look for the best in people. They're going to realize what these last four years have been and enough people are going to come around and be done with this. And just to see the map going red all through the middle. Well, the thing is... Which we knew, but it was like, come on. It's it's to be expected. I know, but it's just so disheartening. Like it's, It's not even that it's disappointing. It is... Shocking that so many people are okay with the lies, with children in cages, with just all the stuff that's going on. Not that Biden would fix it all. We get that. It's not that it would just be like an instant fix. Do you think but the like, people in the middle oh. of the country are aware on an intimate level about the children in cages? I don't know. The thing is, is that if you end up in a certain silo of news, um, Sinclair Broadcasting, who owns the Tribune, um, Breitbart, they, yeah. Well, no, they don't own Breitbart. No, 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 I'm just saying that's in that. No, but Sinclair News owns a lot of local news stations. Yeah. So, um, it, I mean, this happens a lot across the country, but um, if, if you end up in a the bubble, like a Breitbart bubble or a Fox News bubble, and the only thing you're hearing and you're hearing on repeat is that, and then the only thing you see on Facebook, which is apparently where the vast majority of people get their news, good God, I don't understand Ra- why. I know. Whether you're on the right or left, you should not be getting Either your news side, from Facebook. Don't get news from Facebook. <laughs> you should be getting your news from well-sourced journalists <laughs> who've been thoroughly vetted by by um, widely accepted publications. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they be I mean, left, right, or center. I on Facebook and they share articles and share opinions. I get that, but do it legitimately. Yeah, but that's, I mean, the left is just at fault for that is the right. No, absolutely. Because there's so many people on the left, they're like, yeah, watch the 13th. It's a great documentary by um, Ava DuVernay. And 
they think by sharing that on Facebook that they've somehow convinced people about systemic racism. It's like, well, no, you actually probably should invite that person who disagrees about systemic racism uh, in a time without COVID over for <laughs> right. over for dinner and watch the documentary and then have a conversation about it. And that's the thing that's really missing in our country. And I think that's one of the responsibilities as entertainers that we're going to have going forward is to not just preach but encourage discussion, yes. encourage conversation. And when somebody pushes back at us, mm-hmm. not just scream at them for not disagreeing with you, at them. but say, oh, well, I, you know, I really hadn't thought about it that way. Can I explain to you why I think this way? Yep. X, Y, and Z. Excellent. And let's Z. see if we can end up in the middle or let's see if maybe you can sharpen my point or I can sharpen yours. Yeah. Uh, something I've, I've learned um, recently from watching way too much YouTube is this, uh, <laughs> this notion of, uh, are you familiar with the, the argumentative structure of the straw man? The notion that like, I'll turn your argument into the most fallacious, weird, um, narrow, thin version of your argument mm. by making it so extreme that I can poke holes right through it like it's straw. Ah. You, you actually should be doing when you're in a conversation with somebody you disagree with is you should steel man their argument. You mm. should turn their argument to the strongest version of their argument mm-hmm. and then continue to ask questions as you improve upon and strengthen their argument. Because once you do, you're acknowledging the fact that yes, no, you, what you're saying is valid. Yeah. Now here are the problems with your validity uh-huh. is that your validity yeah. lies here, here, and here. And that's not necessarily reality or um, based in fact or based in truth. And well, fact and truth should be the same thing. They should be. Um, <laughs> they but, definitely should but be. I think that's one of the things that as an industry, Hollywood um, falls short on is yeah. it preaches to uh, v- not, a, not that it doesn't move uh, sentiment, but it, it doesn't always take its responsibility to drive conversation. Right. It, it preaches. It preaches. And I think that's one of the next steps forward as an industry we're going to have to do is really engage in the conversations not everybody wants to have. Right. And That's not, a huge part of the issue. Yeah. People don't want to have these conversations, but it's so important because if you don't communicate about these things, it's just going to well, drive and, the divide even further. And not only has there been a huge problem with the money in politics, mm-hmm. driving those conversations into their right and left extremes, yeah. but because there's so much money in advertising on news stations, I can't imagine mm-hmm. the quantity of money yeah. that... CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS have made because of how plainly psychotic our president's behavior has been for the last four years. Yeah. Last night, so we're watching some of the the early results coming in and uh, my dad just keeps going, the whole thing is ads. My God, this whole thing is commercials. And I mm-hmm. kept being like, well, one, there's not much to report yet. And we were saying, well, two, I got to pay for this somehow. And so yeah. it's doing the ad. And it's, so it's, that's interesting you brought that up. We just... We're talking about well, last that's night. The, uh, that's the reality of it. And yeah. um, one of the largest sponsors in the last month, um, paid broadcast, uh, paid advertisers on The Late Show, Stephen Colbert, has been the Trump campaign. Whoa. So think about that. A show that you know is ardently anti-you. Anti. Every time you're in a commercial break, Whew. you're there with that message. Yeah. So you're gaslighting those people. It's yep. brilliant strategy. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Because it shows you how brilliant the people are behind, behind. the scenes in yep. the Trump campaign. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, win, lose, or draw. Oh, God, I hope not for a draw or a loss. But <laughs> the most important thing is, yeah. after this, love your neighbor. Be better. Be good to each other. Be kind. Be, be kind. open-minded. Ask questions. Um Follow science. I think that's a fair thing that, to say. Yes. 
but but come from a place of love and yeah. and try to live in a place of rationality so that you're not swinging to extremes in response to somebody else. Because yeah. at the end of the day, the only thing you can control is your yourself and your own behavior. And I think that we, in an interestingly like libertarian way, we need to take more responsibility for ourselves yeah. to then better lead by example to take care of others. And uh, I'm, I'm just... Uh, Regardless of what comes out, I'm disappointed this election has been this close. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I would have liked, not that I would have liked, should Biden lose, I would have rather it been an absolute like decimation of Biden. Like not this Because then you, can at, then you can at least go, oh, wow, we're that, we're that far off. Our country's yeah. that far gone this direction. Oh, okay, I, I guess I was wrong. Okay, yeah. now how do we rebuild from there? Uh, a friend of ours had posted on Facebook last night um this just this just kind of hit me in a way and she's she's so strong she's amazing um but i just wanted to share what she wrote for her um status last night she said i'd like to send out my sincere condolences to my liberal white friends who cannot fathom how this race is so close right now i get it you thought that maybe the first time was a fluke no no it was not this country is this is this racist and bigoted. Imagine how we deal with this every day. Signed, minorities and LGBTQ and specifically black women. Who posted that? Ariel Washington. Yeah. yeah. Sounds and like Ariel. I sh- I, well, and not to like, Ariel, we love you. So I didn't know if I wanted to, we wanted to share your name, but we, we love you and wanted to talk about it because she's been so vocal through this entire process of this is what's going on. How are so many of you blind to see this? And... There were, there were a lot of, not, well, not blind, there were a lot we're of people. blind by privilege. Yes. Blinded by privilege. There were a lot of people who kept being like, just vote for for, for Joe, just vote for Joe, just vote for Joe, which, yes, we, we did fall in that of, you know, just we got to get Trump out. But her viewpoint of the whole thing of, this, listen, guys. It's a systemic change that's needed. Yes. Yeah. And I just, the way she said that yesterday really, really hit me in a way of, yeah. And I just hope that it wakes people up to a degree that it just hasn't, but I feel like, like you just said, I'm hoping it's not too far gone, but I feel that optimism in me just kind of Shrivel. shriveling a little bit. Oh, I, I, I don't <laughs> you know? know. Were you, were you back in DC from, um, from Hofstra in 2004 when Carrie lost? Yeah, I was at AU. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you recall this because were you living out here? Or were you living down in DC at that point? In 04, I was down in DC. Okay. Do you remember how much it felt like the country was mourning inside of DC? I came out of, of class. We, we came out of um, the, the Krieger building. We were, because that's mm-hmm. when Krieger was still around. <laughs> I remember that. And everyone, just this whole thing of, yeah. oh my God. We were like, what happened? And yeah, it was. The whole this. country doesn't do that. The whole country doesn't do that. The whole country cares once every two to four years. Yeah. And that's the reality that the entertainment industry. The political entertainment industry, the political industrial complex that yeah. runs parts of the market in L.A., New York, and D.C. don't understand. Don't understand. And uh, far be it from me to educate them on these things because I'm by no means an expert. But we don't connect to people anymore because we go, the whole middle of the country turned red. Ugh. And we don't realize that that's, it's not the whole middle of the country, actually. No, it was actually neat to see. Some we cities. Because we were going in on the maps and seeing which ones were going blue. But then you look at a, you look at a county like Cedric County in Kansas. Wichita is a big city. Yeah. All red. 
except for a handful of individual people or right. maybe individual council members who are going blue. Right. The reality of that is it's like, yeah, that's because the issues that the Republican Party speaks to, they're able to ignore what they deem to be fringe, which is the QAnon or the birther or the different conspiracies here or there because the core issues of the Republican Party are smaller government, right? personal liberty, personal freedom, religious freedom, because they believe that religious freedom is the right to life. And it's the conversation that not everybody's willing to have with people on the right. Yeah, And it's challenging. It's so challenging. And I, I think the next four years, regardless of who wins the presidency, we know that more than likely the Dems are not going to win the Senate. They will hold on to the House. Yeah, It's going to be a divided government, which your dad said it excellently this morning, divided governments are stable. A divided, go- <laughs> a divided stable government in our country means st- the markets can continue to fluctuate back up, which means that the economy can improve for the wealthy which is all that matters to the wealthy. To the people with the, in the pocket. What did he say? People vote with the pocket, their pocket Yeah, books. of course they do. Yeah, you, you talk a big game on the phone, but when you're in the privacy of that booth, you're going to vote how you want to vote. I know. And that's I the know. thing is people might have said on the phone, yeah, I'm voting Joe. And then when they thought about it, they're like, actually, I think I'm voting for this guy. Uh-oh. Eh, whatever. No one will know. It's just heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking. Well, and it's a heartbreak that our country has foisted upon generations and generations of women, LGBTQ people and people of color. Mm -hmm. Um, We've disenfranchised generations upon generations of indigenous peoples, all different types of immigrants. And it's just, um, it's sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. So I'm, I'm curious to see how these next few days, oh honey, the yeah, next well. few days and, and weeks pan out and mm-hmm. it's gonna be a while. We'll see, we'll see what happens, but oi. Yeah. Oi, On the flip side, just talking something happy, how was Halloween for you? Halloween was magical. <laughs> um, for the first time since I think I was five, I got to dress up as a Ghostbuster. Who you gonna call? Peter Venkman specifically. <laughs> um, it was really cute to see Lila put on her marshmallow costume. But we she had, was so excited. She was a marshmallow person, but we had to con- kind of convince her that she was marshmallow from Frozen. Well, she thought it was marshmallow from Frozen. So when we said you're going to be a marshmallow, she goes, oh, marshmallow, just like Frozen. We were like, you know what? Let it go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but don't See what I, did there? I do. If that gets her into her costume, great. And for two days she didn't want to put it on. Like she'd hug it but not put it on. So I was so happy on actual Halloween she put it on. Yeah, also because it was so cold outside that it, it was actually cold. Well, cold for us. Well, I don't think anybody it else thought it was cold. Degrees. Yeah. We were the for only ones. Us, yeah, we were freezing. That's Everyone else really was like, cold. It's such a nice day. We're like, were you, were you As serious? Lila says, it's a beautiful day. But shout out to Megan, Megan Myers. Our sister-in-law, My she, outlaw. your outlaw, she put together on Lily Pond Court, which is where we grew up. She had everybody. There were what ten or twelve houses who participated, or I so. I think more, but we we didn't. only hit four. We yeah. just kind of stayed in the little area, but everything was completely safe, socially distanced. Everyone individually set up wrapped tables, individually wrapped goodie bags, which the kids kind of made out even more oh, than they yeah. would have going door to door because each of these had between four and eight. Little goodies in there, yeah. um, including little gifts. skeleton bubbles. My gosh, Lyle had so much fun with that one. Yeah. Um, and you had to walk around the court in one direction. There was only one way to go, so you wouldn't be passing each other. And then everyone would just kind of hang out in their front yards and kind of shout talk and wave at each other lawns, and talk across yeah. the way. So it was completely safe. And Lila and Claire and William were a 
adorable and together. And having the best time. They had such a good time. An hour and a half is kind of the perfect amount of time to do it too. I feel like as a kid, we did it for longer than we should have. It's possible. Looking back on it, but at the same yeah. time, all of that could have just been a half hour and it seemed and like it four seemed hours. Like hours. It, that's so true. But we, we got dressed. She, she actually napped that day because she hadn't napped in like six days. And we got her dressed. We packed up snacks. We got in the car. We went. We did it at Lily Pond. Got her back in the car. Swung by Ivan's place. We didn't take her out of the car at Ivan's, but we, we swung by and then came home. And then we just all throughout bath that night she was just talking about the costume she goes lila costume mommy costume daddy costume and she was just so excited about it it was not you know what you would want imagine 100 your your child's first real trick-or-treating experience to be but you do the best you can with what you you know what it was perfect yeah i I think we got to be a little social we got to did you hear that there were parties in new york that got broken up Oh and gosh. so many people got citations because there were literally thousands of people partying in warehouses in Brooklyn. Good. Well, not good they were partying. Good they got no, citations. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there were quite a few people in LA too where we were like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, it's just... What are you doing? I understand that it's... It's It's stinks. a holiday. People are frustrated. And you want a party. You want a party. It was a Saturday night with a full moon and there was an extra hour. Like I But you're get in the it. middle of a but pandemic. The pandemic's not over. Grow up. <laughs> the pandemic isn't over. And I understand that people want to pretend that it is, but it's not. So I just Almost hope. a thousand people are dying a day. Like it's not over. France and Germany went into full lockdown again. England's about to England's for four weeks. To. For four weeks. Wow. Like where we need to. It's the only way it's gonna actually <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so just we just have to continue. And the, being the thing safe is, is like from a totally selfish perspective, the sooner lockdowns end, the sooner theater or the sooner lockdowns happen, the sooner they can theater, end. theater dance, come back, dance, the entertainment back, industry, the way we know back. it can come back. Well, or whatever the way it will yeah, become. No, be, well, but can actually yeah. come back. I mean, there are certain things that are coming back some. And but like but AMC and Regal and all of these yeah. huge chains, they're just getting destroyed by the realities of Corona. And And there might not be a place to show movies. That, that's that's also heartbreaking. End. I mean, as like, an artist, that's soul crushing. But just in general, just think of yeah. How many people, people as a whole. Fall think of love. your first date. Right. Yeah. Think of your first date or family nights with the, first with the family, your first job. Just there's there's so much Wasn't when a it good comes job, to but it was but a it first was job. a first job. <laughs> Mine was a camp counselor, theater camp counselor. What was your first job? My first job yeah. was a Jewish day camp. Ju- yeah. Yeah, Jewish yeah. day camp. I mean babysitter was before that, but like yeah. first job job. Yeah. It was eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Ten wow. or eleven. Ten? Eleven? I don't remember. Was it that young? Yeah. It was a counselor in training. Oh, yes. A CIT. I was, I was 12. But I didn't get paid till I was a full counselor. At no, I, got, I got paid. I think I got paid $50 a week. Hey. Which back then was a lot the of dough. money. <laughs> but when you think about it, that was for 15, 20 hours of work. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. You're like, that's that not good doesn't math. add up. <laughs> no, CIT is counselor in training. I think that was that actually was... minimum wage, though, at the time. Wow, really? Kansas minimum wage is not high. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, $15 minimum wage, national standard. Oh, God, the election. Oh. No, no, we're going to move past the election. <laughs> we're moving past the election. So how are you doing? Um, I'm good. I, I'm I'm in the mired waters of editing the first two episodes yes, of my Yes, I haven't seen blog. this yet. Tell me about it. Um, 
That's, I mean, Tell us about it's it. It's a it's a vlog. Um, it's a video blog. I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Like it's like basically. A, well, like, are you talking about your experience with it? Are you giving tips of like how are you how are you approaching I'm it? I'm approaching it from this the place of I am brand new to real estate. Here is what I know. Here's what I know. I don't know. Watch me learn. Watch me grow. Um, and then watch me learn. Watch me grow. <laughs> and I just. Uh, I want to be as real as possible and as authentic as possible and explain like, look, the realities that you see on, um, the, the reality of life is that it's not million dollar listing. It's not selling sunset. Right. It's not flip or flop. It's not those shows. Those shows gloss over a lot of reality, mm-hmm. um, which there are plenty of people on YouTube to say that. But I think in a niche way, because I can kind of dovetail in a lot of, the entertainment aspect of it, like uh, going through and doing home tours and things like that. I think I'm going to do it in a slightly different way and it's all going to be part yeah, of it. for sure. I just hope that, I just hope it's a good creative outlet for me because that's really what I'm looking to get from it. Yeah. Um, I would love people to watch yeah. it. I would love it to be viral or whatever I'm supposed to say to push it forward. But uh, I'm, I'm not, I haven't even released it yet because I'm in the middle of editing. Right. It, which I'm like, oh my gosh, editing is so much. What are you editing it in? Right now, I'm, I'm rough editing an iMovie okay. because I don't have a... There's no point in me trying to edit it in Premiere yet because okay. I don't know how to use Premiere well enough. Right. I know. We need to do a tutorial on how to properly well, use... Oh, no. I, I'm troubling through all that stuff, but it's 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 coming along. Good. That's great. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty, pretty good as um, a whole. You're back in class. How was that? Um, you know, it was actually quite, quite great because I had taken several weeks off just with everything that had gone on with us and everything that was happening. So it felt good to be back and we're just trying to, we're just trying to game plan it. It's just really nice to be able to talk to someone who has been in the industry on the other side of it for so long and is just able to streamline certain things. Um, you know, I've said for years the headshots that I have that my reps chose weren't the shots that I wanted that I didn't think represented me. Um, and it was just really nice to have that echoed by someone. Um, cause for years, part of my job when I was at act now, I mean, I managed about 150 actors and it was my job to sell them the workshops for the different shows and the casting directors. I wound up in more of a managerial role for a lot of them. And even until last year, I, ha- I stopped working at act now in 2011. Holy cow. Is that Right? In 2011? No. 2010. 2011. Or 10. Yeah. 2010. It's been a minute. Uh, up until last year, former clients would still reach out and go, hey, can you review these new headshots? Hey, can you check out my reel? Hey, can you check out... Um, just because I approach it so much as a manager point of view, and I was so good at picking out their headshots, and I'd be like, you want this one, not this one, this one, not this one, and they would get called in and, and book and stuff. And then when it would be my own shots, it's, it's difficult to do it with your own, but... I would pick my top 20 and then my reps would go, no, what else you got? And it was always so surprising. So it's, it's been really nice to be like, no, your, your gut was right. Let's, let's switch this around. And so I'm just taking this time to clean up everything um, just to be stronger and have something to present that's much more me. So it feels yeah. good. It feels, re- it feels really good. Got to be on brand. Um, your brand is not how you've been sell- being sold, been sold. I don't know how to phrase that. The way no, like which, which is completely understandable as to why I haven't been called in for certain things. I was pretty shocked when I got to see the other side of what things are actually looking like. Yeah. So um, it's nice to be able to, things are so out of our control. It's nice to be able to kind of take that and, and now's the time it. to Now's the time to take control. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just little, little tips of, you know, we stress so hard to make sure our website is perfect and this is perfect and that is perfect. That doesn't really matter. matter, even though that's what's drilled in our heads to do. Perfection is the enemy of good. Yeah. 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 So it feels, it feels good. It feels good. I played piano. Not every day this week, but I played a couple times, which felt good. Good. Yeah. Felt nice. And just chugging along and working towards it and just cannot believe it's November. Yeah. We've already been here for four months. Four months. Wow. The longest, shortest four months. It's been a... It's Weirdly, I think these four months have felt infinitely longer than the first four months of Lila's life. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the long, the fourth trimester is this whole bizarre twelve week period. This has felt longer, yet still feels like we're visiting. But I think that's because we live here in this house. But that's okay. Mostly I mean, just on this floor. <laughs> mostly just on this floor. No, we're downstairs a lot. We're downstairs. This is a true, lot. but sometimes I feel like I'm being chased out <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, but no, overall, overall, pretty good. Just anxious. Very yeah, anxious about so much about life. And I know so much of it is dealing with this election and, and just the state of our country. It'll pass. COVID this will pass. This too shall pass. It'll all eventually go back to some version of normal, whatever that be. and <laughs> Whatever it be. Well, it's just one of the most important things is we need to not let the fight end. No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Bless you. Pardon me. You are pardoned. I wish I had like a kill button to kill my mic, but I don't know <laughs> how to do that. That's okay. That's okay. That would have also been picked up on Amelia's mic anyway. Truth. <laughs> Truth. But that's all good. But all um, good. yeah, I I think one of the most important things we can take away from all this, uh, to piggyback on what Ariel said earlier, that we were quoting, this is a reality that you and I have largely never had to really reckon with in this country. And we need to. Yeah. And we need to continue to fight. We, can, we can't we can let our neighbors down. We can't let our fellow citizens down. Our children. Our children down. And we have to fight for their rights. We have to fight for a woman's right to self-determine. We have to fight for um, freedom from oppression for people of color, for women, for LGBTQ community. That fight continues. Um, I think that fight We'll be here for hopefully not our lifetime, but probably for especially the next 30 years, considering how the Supreme Court's now structured. And it's just, it's also icky. <laughs> Your body language and right I now. Just, <laughs> I just so want to go back to like, I just want to put my head back in the sand and watch movies. And yeah. I think that's reality that now that's the, over. the genie's out of the bottle and now we need to fight. It's true. Do you think you're ever actually going to get into politics? Um, maybe, but I think it's unlikely I do it where we're living in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Um, I would more than likely if we were, if I wanted to get into politics, I'd want to move back to Kansas to do it. That was just a cold shot all through my whole body. No offense, Kansas. (laughs) That's, I don't disagree with you there, but, um, I think the way to fix, I, I don't think the way to fix this country is by pulling it trying to fight the minority of yeah. um, of the Republican Party from the furthest flung of the left. I think you need that left, but you need a strong conservative party. What about Atlanta if we wound up in Atlanta? Yeah, no, Atlanta would be great. Um, but I, I don't but I don't have any roots in Atlanta. Yeah. I have roots in Maryland, I have roots in Here, Kansas, LA. and I have roots in California now. Yeah. So I don't I don't see it um, maybe, but that would be the kind of thing Well in California you could 
try to get in the Orange County route. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that I want. I would want to do it where it would really. Yeah, can't. I, the thing is, is like make a difference. It makes a difference in. Also, because the Koch brothers so greatly own Kansas, it would yeah. be so fun yeah. to just take it to them where they stand. Uh, okay. Take it to them where All they right. live. I can respect that. Because you got these billionaires who are running politics on the right of this country who have absolutely no interest in the day-to-day lives of the people that they're fighting for. Right. I put that in quotes. You did. People there can was, see there that. There were air quotes. <laughs> um, and I, I think that that needs to be... That needs to be brought up. I mean, yeah. the Republican Party has so so grossly abandoned its base, if its base is anything other than racist, xenophobic, white supremacists. Right. And I'm sorry if you listen to this and you're a Republican and you think that that's not the case, but um, look who your president is. I know. I mean, that's where it gets gritty and, and weird, too, of not all Republicans are Trumpers and not all Democrats are just the far extreme left. I mean, it's, it's not, that's part of the issue, too. Not all Democrats are the squad. No, no. But it's, it is tricky when you look at who is currently living at 1600, you know? It's just so oh, gross I know. and icky. and. I know. And we I just want what's best for everyone. Like I, I, I was watching, um, I watched the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, Doctor what Sleep. do you think about that? I, really, I have not seen it. You've never seen The Shining. Somehow. Well, so so we need to watch The Shining before we watch Doctor Sleep because it won't True. make any sense I've, without it. I've always seen, I've seen clips of The Shining, but I've never seen it from start to finish. Yeah, you need to watch it from start to finish. I do. It's a masterfully made movie. I do. Now um, that Halloween season is over, though, it's like, oh, do I have to wait till next year? No. Um, you know what? Want to. Watch it during a snowstorm. That'll creep you out. <laughs> um, but uh, Ewan McGregor, great. Um, the actors in it. It was a very well-acted film. Um, the script got a little wonky into the third act just because it kind of tonally shifted significantly. It mm. went from a... It just kind of felt like it went from doing its own thing to then becoming like strict fan service homage to Kubrick's film, mm. which... Um, I appreciate because it's a great movie, but it felt like they kind of lost their story. At the were end. any of the ghosts the same? Because they're at the same hotel. I am curious. Well, they're not that. the same hotel throughout. Uh, oh, when you, I walked you, in, they were. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not explaining it to you. Th- no, that's fair. No, but if I explain I that, I'm explaining the plot a... point. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> that just popped into my mind. Of I wonder. I wonder. Uh, but yes. The, yeah. There are some of the same ghosts. Um, the hotel in and of itself, um, you kind of realize by the end of the Shining movie, mm-hmm. the hotel is its own entity separate from the ghosts right. as well. Right. Um, and I love the Stephen King universe of villains mm-hmm. because there's um, an homage to like the deadlights in it. Um, mm. And there's... Mm-hmm. That universe is so beautifully built. Um, I, I That is, you know, when you think about films or you think about properties you want to work in or work on, I would love to be in a Stephen King film. Oh, gosh. Or Stephen too. King show. It'd be a oh. lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, shouting back to a whole year ago. So, I mean, it's been a whole year. But last Halloween, and I know I mentioned it on here because mm-hmm. we talked about The Shining, um, I had walked Lila around because that's when she was still in a stroller. Yeah. Feels like a lifetime ago. Um, 
just around Larchmont with Amanda Groza, mm-hmm. just just to like see a little bit of it. it we didn't go trick or treating; we just kind of walked around a little bit. And there was a house, so it was right, it was behind Larchmont, mm-hmm. um, where there were these twins, and they were dressed like yeah, the, the girls, and they did this thing where they would just kind of freeze. I saw them from across the street; they would just stand there, and then every few minutes they would just walk, and so they would go from like their front yard to cross the sidewalk and stand behind the tree. And then they'd walk and then like... And they, would they go they over to people so and say, play with us? into it. I didn't see if they oh, okay. did. I don't know. That would be terrifying. But I was like, you go girls. Because I just remember like as a kid, when it's Halloween stuff, you want to be doing stuff. And these two were committed. And we were walking around for about 50 minutes and they were doing it the whole time. And this was before it even got dark. So I don't know how long into the night they actually did it. But it made me go, all right, guys, I see you. Then it'll Good be job. nice to go back to haunted houses and all those kinds of things. Yeah. I miss them. Yeah. I miss being able to see people without yeah. a mask on that's not a Halloween this mask. This was our third year in a row not working the haunted house. Yeah. Because, no, second. No, third. Because three years ago I was brand newly pregnant and I was still the greeter. But then she was a newborn and then, yeah, that's nuts. Newborn one, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Newborn one and two. I know. It's wild. Goes away fast. It does. One thing artistically I wanted to to mention is you and I are about to embark on directing Breakthrough. Oh, good Lord. Breakthrough 9. When we were leaving, we, you know, Jason had to tell Anthony that we were, we were going to be leaving for a while. And at first he went, you know, I, I understand you guys are making the right decision for your family. And then he had this look on his face and he goes, but what about breakthrough? I was like, no, I know. We're, we'll still make it work. We'll still make it work. And then we got here and things were just so hectic. And a few weeks ago, I went, it's time. It's, it's time it to... It is time. It is time to set it up. So it's going to look very different this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to be in person. It's all going to be via Zoom. We have to figure out things like the dancers, who they, the, the songs they dance to. How are we going to do that to make sure it's okay if we mm. were to put on something like YouTube? There are just all these... There are other factors and trying to direct the show from 3,000 miles away. But while not everyone's in L.A. either. So it's just going to be this whole brand new thing. For the dancers that can't get access to the studio, we'll try to coordinate that. So maybe we can shoot the things in the studio. For the dancers. Yeah, it might make sense because there's space. There's space. Or if they can do it outside. Or, you know, it's just going to be really interesting to see how we're going to put it together and this time of year for Jason and I as artists, it's always so nice to connect and do a project like this together. Um, it, it just feels like such a such a united front that he and I get to do every year. And it's our fifth year directing this year, which is pretty pretty magical, actually, that it's our fifth year. But um, we'll keep you guys posted on that because it's going to be a whole, a whole interesting thing. Half the cast hasn't even responded to the initial <laughs> email. So we do need to send something out being like, hey, if you don't respond by tomorrow at the end of business, thanks for playing. <laughs> 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 which will cut down... The cast list real fast. Make it a lot easier to manage. Right. But um, I'm excited to jump into that with you because I do look forward to it every year. It's a nice thing to share. It's a nice thing to share and it feels like a little bit of normalcy in our artistic lives during this ridiculous unknown time. This is true. So Breakthrough 9, huzzah, December 12th. Happy November, everybody. Happy November. um, Okay, so Thanksgiving movies that we're going to watch. Avalon, hundred well, percent. Avalon is every year. Yeah, what are some of your favorite I don't Thanksgiving really movies? Um, I can't think of any Thanksgiving Neither movies. Neither can I. Hey, you guys, <laughs> what are some good Thanksgiving? Because yeah. there are a ton of Halloween, there are a ton, a ton of, of holidays, but Thanksgiving specifically, 
throw some at us. Yeah. Because we want to know. Yeah. And we want to watch them. Yeah, it'd be fun. Then we want to review them. We do. Yes. <laughs> well, I love you. I love you too, baby. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> thank you for voting. Um, the, the vote will eventually get counted. Stay optimistic. Stay optimistic. Be kind. And love each other. Love is love. Love is love is love. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye.